The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And a good Sunday morning to everyone out there. I'm Chris Crest and I'm joined as always by Kelvin the Money Guy. This is your life, your money. We talk to Kelvin the Money Guy about all sorts of things uh, to do with your money and how it intersects with your life. And that's uh, the most important thing uh, is making sure that all of that balances out. We'll be talking today about retirement um, as we do often, but we're going to be talking especially about women in retirement. And I think there's probably a lot of people out there who've heard the promos throughout the week. And a lot of the ladies out there in our audience uh, are interested in exactly what we're going to be talking about. So we'll dig into that a little bit later. First, I'll give you the contact information when you want to get a hold of Kelvin. Maybe you've got an advisor and you want a second opinion. Maybe you don't have a financial advisor at all and you want to reach out to Kelvin to uh, make sure that you're doing stuff right on your own. Get a checkup or get uh, someone who's got uh, years of experience in your corner to help you plan for that retirement. Visit askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N. Or you can call Kelvin off the air after the show at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. But uh, Kelvin, good Sunday morning to you. Kelvin, how are you doing? Oh, good morning. How's things? Uh, But you know what? I was just (laughs) listening to the news. And before we delve into the topic of women in retirement, and I just wanted to ask you, Kelvin, and I I think I know the answer, but is playing the lottery a financial, a good, wise financial plan? (laughs) No, what it satisfies are, you know, are going to get rich quick, which might happen. But, uh, you know, the odds in winning the, the big prize, they say, is finding Elvis alive in a spaceship after you hit the Loch Ness Monster. That's the <laughs> odds. <laughs> so it's funny you say that because about three weeks ago, maybe four weeks now, someone had called me from the show and they won a million dollars in the OLG. Wow, congrats. So I'm totally happy. I'm thinking, wow, man, good for you, right? Because I haven't met anybody that won a lot, like a big prize, right? Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, she's so she's 71 or 72, I think. So I, I asked her, you know, how long have you been buying tickets? And she goes, oh, man, since she was like in her 20s or 30s, right? And I'm thinking to myself, when I do the math, if she took the same, if she took money and invested over all those years, she would probably have $2 million. But oh. it's just the way it goes, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what, that's, that's an interesting way of looking at it. And, you know, I guess that's why you got to have a guy like Kelvin in your corner. Now, you won't get the same rush. Out of waiting for the ticket, <laughs> no, and checking yeah. your numbers and every everything, all those th- yeah. things, and but you also won't get that same sense of disappointment, I'm sure, as well. I know. Listen, I buy the lottery myself, you know, um, but it's just one of those. I think it's one of those habits. You know, we go to a gas station and we buy a lottery ticket or, my, oh, yeah. or a grocery store, right? So I'm in a I'm in a lottery pool with uh, some people from uh, from work. And so right. if a bunch of people from 640 go missing all of a sudden, knock on wood, hopefully <laughs> that means we won. Uh, so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, a guy can dream. So hopefully, you know, yeah. maybe maybe uh, one of us are holding the winning ticket yeah. and we don't even know it. Right. Uh, but, you know, if, for everyone who's not winning the lottery and if you're thinking, all right, I'm going to take those 
the money that I'm spending on lottery tickets and I'm going <laughs> to listen to Kelvin and I'm going to invest it instead. Uh, you know, you've got a retirement to plan for and you've got uh, a life to plan for and you've got all mm -hmm. those sorts of things that you don't want to be hanging over your head and you don't want all those worries and concerns. Do I have enough? Am I going to have enough? Or right. what's going to happen to me if I'm alone and all that? And I think that those are a lot of questions that a lot of women have, um, you know, in, in the workplace, out of the workplace, planning on retiring. And I think that there's a, a lot of unique situations that women find themselves in mm -hmm. when it comes to retirement. And I think that's why it's great that you brought up this topic for this week's show. Yeah, you know how I think of these topics, Chris, you know how we always talk about what should we talk about in the next show. And when I get people coming to see me, it, it, the last few months, I, I believe, there's a few, it seemed like women that called me, they were either um, husband passed away or something like that. And they were really lost, you know, about what to do with their money because they never got involved while, you know, while they were in their working years and so on. And Canadian women are entering the age of financial empowerment, meaning that, uh, you know, the previous generation of women paved the way for the women of today. Meaning that when I look at this, it says that women are the 31% of Canadian households, um, women are the, the breadwinners of 31%, which is huge. I mean, when that's you think a, about it. That's, you got to think that's a generational change. What what uh, what's been in the past is not the yeah. same to have yeah. the woman as the primary breadwinner in the household. And and by twenty twenty four, which is three years away, um, they're anticipating that women will control two point seven trillion dollars of of, of uh, household net worth in Canada. Two point four trillion. Which is a lot again, right? So Yeah, wow. Yeah. So over the next, uh, you know, several decades, they stand to get about 70% of intergenerational wealth, which is about 7.1 trillion. Because what's happening is, you know, women outlive us guys, right? I mean, that's proven. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know why. Some people tell me why, but I don't know. <laughs> so what happens is they need not only women, but people in general, um, we, you know, we need to take the bull by the horn and learn about our money, learn about how money works, and what are some of the pitfalls and things like that. So we're entering into the new um, way of people thinking and stuff like that, right? Um, so women shouldn't let, you know, a solo retirement catch them by surprise. They, you know, if you know what's coming down the pipe, you need to you need to learn now so that when it does happen, you're not, you know, shocked or uh, thinking, oh, my God, I wish, you know, I wish I'd have learned. I wish I'd have done something to not to have these pitfalls. Right. Right. And I think, that um, you know, you, you talk a lot about the shoulda, woulda, coulda guy. But, you know, there's the shoulda, woulda, coulda gal out there, mm -hmm. too. And there's a lot of things yeah. you don't want to end up regretting. And I think that, you know, obviously you know, a, a woman, whether they find themselves retiring with a spouse and they've got uh, their own income, they've got their own mm -hmm. retirement that they should be saving for. Um, or if they find themselves alone, there's a, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of things that you, you don't want to end up regretting that I wish I invested more before. I wish I, I wish someone told me to get a, a FSA instead of that RRSP right. and, and all that. Right. 
and 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 you know again statistics i'm a big statistics guy right like um i mean everything is based on stats like sports we know matthews are gonna go up right side and <laughs> shoot the puck and don't pass it things like that right so we know that so statistics tells that 90 percent of women will end up managing their own finances at some point in time either because of you know divorce widow like widowhood um, or because they, you know, they never got married in the first place. So at some point in time, think of that stat because at some point in time, because women live longer than men, they will mm -hmm. be retired alone. Yeah, and and listen, because women tend to live longer, you can ex they say you can expect five female to hit a hundred for every male that reaches the hundred. So, you know, and we're living longer, right? Like every, every day or actually every month you're hearing about, uh, you know, people living till age 100, right? 100 plus. So as we move on with better healthcare, better, you know, the pandemic is going to give us better healthcare, we hope. So we'll live even longer, right? So these statistics are so true. Um, they say 28.3% of um, single women will live in poverty, which is, wow. you know, yeah, which is things that that's why these topics of women and financial planning should really sit down and, you know, adhere to some of these stats and do something about it and, you know, seek out a financial advisor. If they don't have one, call me and, you know, put pen to paper and make a plan for yourself, right? Not only women, but people in general um so yeah it's one of those things that i think we need to go so maybe after the break we'll get more into you know more in depth into things we'll dig more into this topic women in retirement uh, you know the thinking about all those statistics don't forget to visit kelvin's website askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n dot c-a more of your life your money coming up on the other side of the break here on global news radio 640 toronto you are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Here in on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, I am Chris Crest and joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. Uh, Kelvin's a great guy to have in your corner. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country, um, you know, that, uh, you know, women in investment or women in retirement, women in the workplace and uh, making sure that they're uh, able to plan for a retirement where in all likelihood, we've been through a lot of the statistics in the last segment. A lot of, you know, we know women live longer than men and uh, that you're, there's a high likelihood that women are going to be retired alone and they're going to have to um, have part of that retirement taken care of and planned out um, when you are alone and whether it is uh, that you were never attached or the fact that you got divorced or the fact that you're widowed, you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're going to, you, you're going to have the reins of the finances. I know, you know, we talked about how many more women are the breadwinners in the family. I know a lot of women who are either the breadwinners or they at least have the financial reins of the family and they right. are the ones taking care of things. I remember in my, 
and I've referenced my grade 12 economics class a number of times on this show, but I learned a lot in that. And I remember that uh, the teacher uh, who actually wrote the textbook um, for the program and for the course had uh, told us that payday used to always be on Friday and the men would go home or wouldn't come home on Friday night because they didn't have to go to work on Saturday. And <laughs> lo and behold, they would probably go to the tavern or something and drink away a lot of that paycheck. And payday was moved to Thursday so the women could get a hold of it and keep and hold on to it to spend it on you know, rent, groceries, the important things. I don't know if that uh, is actually true, but that's what my economics teacher taught me in grade 12. And uh, he didn't steer me wrong on too many things. So I, I, I should look up that that or that piece of uh, anecdotal history to see if there's any uh, yeah. truth to it, but uh, you know, either you're paid on the fifteenth uh, or the last of the month, or you're paid on a Thursday in most cases, and so that seems to ring true uh, without <laughs> me doing a, any uh, background check on it. But you know, I think that a lot of uh, women out there listening are probably thinking, you know, I wish I had a little bit more control over the finances of my family, <laughs> or I did take over the finances of my family and we're doing better. But uh, you know, Kelvin, obviously, we'll uh, get into some more stats and things like that as we continue but you know with outside of the covid recession that we've had which has hit mm -hmm. women in a really hard way because women have been sort of called upon to you know maybe take some time off work a lot of women in the service industry right. who work um are not able to go to work because their their jobs have been shut down for the last year and a half or so and uh they've been affected have more heavily than men in a lot of ways. And they've also been called upon to fill in some of those more traditional roles with children mm -hmm. who have been stuck at home and not able to go to school. Those sorts of things tend to fall on women, yeah. uh, regardless of whether it's the 20th century or the 21st century. Those, right. That's the way things happen to have fallen. And we've witnessed that this year and through this uh, recession. But, you know, the 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 I'm interested in sort of the differences in men and women. And a lot of the things when uh, I sit down with Kelly Cotrera and we're planning the mm -hmm. show is we talk about, you know, a lot of gendered mixes and I, and, and a lot of things, well, what are, how is this going to differ? You know, and a lot of the times we'll disagree on something and Kelly will say, I think it's a male female thing or something <laughs> like that. How are women different when it comes to investment? You know, like, are, are they investing in different things? Are they more cautious? I know in my own household, you know, my wife is more cautious. When you do the little survey, when you're investing mm -hmm. in your TFSA, and they say, I'm always higher risk than my wife right. is. And her investments tend to do better, probably because she's a little bit more conservative. I <laughs> depends on the time, because, you know, there's obviously in a longer, on a longer time frame, mine uh, do sort of catch up with hers. But when you do it, when you look at it day to day, She's this her slow and steady seems to win the race. And that's and that's true. So what what for my own opinion after doing this for you know 27, 30 years, is what I've found, my personal observation is that with a couple, when the female manages the household expenses, they tend to be financially more successful than when the guy does it. And it's true in my household, my wife I don't know anything I pay for. She knows everything. And she managed it better than I would because I don't really, even though I'm in the business, um, she looks after all that stuff. And that's what I've found, one thing. As far as women investing in guys, um, there is a big difference. What I'm finding more and more is women are more interested in um, 
So women tend not to look at uh, for successful investments through performance only. But they, you know, us guys, we look at our, our statements every day and things like that. Mm. Women don't. They tend to take a longer approach, like a slow and steady, which actually always wins the race. Um, they tend to focus on making sure their money reflects on their own values um, right. and being, and rather than being, you know, harnessed by priorities and things like that. So they have a more, they look at more responsible investing, um, you know, investing in reusable energy, solar stuff, things like that, environmental things. And there's a, and actually there's a shift in the way uh, people manage money now, big pension managers, money managers. It seems like they're going more to, you know, solar power or getting away from oil and gas and so on. So, and, and more and more women are asking about that kind of stuff. In fact, financial advisors don't really bring up the subject um, of responsible investing because we're so caught up in the old way, right? And maybe it's because... Um, Men tend to make the decision on you know, what type of investments they want. And, and men, the, I guess the difference between men and women values when it comes down to financial planning is we look at returns, which is important. I mean, you want to double your money every eight to 10 years, um, but there's a fundamental shift. And yes, we can still double our money in eight to 10 years, but we can go to more responsible investments. And I think that's the major difference between men and women from what i see from my point of view anyways that's interesting so women are voting a little bit more with their with their pocketbook and and spending a little bit more and investing more on things that are match with their values match with mm -hmm. their their feelings and they still want to win right they're, they, it's sure, not like they're trying win. to take a loss on it yeah but they're trying right. to you know they're trying to help the world while they're doing it and yeah. it's interesting because i do see a lot more advertising and i do hear a lot more about Know, investment packages that are connected to and what you, you know use a perfect example environmental causes and things right like that and that's going to create a shift as you know there are more women who are taking the reins of their own investment and mm -hmm. they're going to be obviously investing in things that are going to uh change the world and investing in clean technologies and things like right. that and that could only be good for those companies that are producing those clean technologies well, and putting in research and development and things like that. Right. And, and, and that's why maybe this whole shifting of, uh, of resetting the world is, you know, women are taking a lead in that kind of stuff. And they tend to invest in stuff that gives back to their community, you know, leaving a legacy, things like that. And, and it's funny, they say that if nothing changes in the world, by 2030, will only be able to meet 60% of drinking water, clean drinking water. So 2030 is what, uh, eight years, eight, nine years away. So if we don't change things, um, you know, we're gonna only supply 60% of drinking water. So it's a big, so it's a big shift in what we're doing. And I think, um, you know, people are starting to see that kind of stuff. and. And women are taking the lead in responsible investments, which is a good thing. Um, but to get back at some of the stats, you know, there's a the Vanier Institute um, of Family Reports says that 41% of Canadian man, uh, marriages end before the 30th wedding, wedding anniversary. So 
I've been married 27 years, so I don't know. <laughs> got three years. To <laughs> <laughs> so watch what you say on this show. <laughs> I better watch. <yeah. laughs> so you know that's that's a uh, that's quite the uh, the report. You know, so mm, a lot yeah, of things you know. we. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, you you think about uh, the way that uh, that marriages go. How many people that you know that have ended their marriage, you know, whether it's uh, two years in, seven years in, Mm -hmm. 27 years in, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, not going to happen. But, uh, you know, there's, it it obviously would make a major change. And that's one of the things you got to think about is that what a, what a divorce would do potentially to your investments and what would it do to the retirement plans that you thought you had, and then you got to make some changes. And 68% of divorce couples said that money was the whole reason for the split up. So, you know, after the break, we'll go on a little bit more about the gender gap and money and how women are different when it comes to investments than we are. And like you said before, it's, it's, it doesn't matter if you're a man or women, slow and steady always wins the race when it comes to money. And you got to have a plan for yourself. And that is the name of Kelvin's uh, phone number, rather. The the end of Kelvin's phone number is plan. 416-457-7526. Spells out plan. 416-457-PLAN. Whether you're a a man or a woman, you want to make sure that your investments and your retirement is planned correctly, give Kelvin a call. 416-457-7526. And don't forget to visit his website, Ask kelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and stay tuned for more your life your money coming up on global news radio 640 toronto you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, this is your life, your money, and uh, we've been talking about women in retirement. Uh, and uh, you can visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca, ask k e l v i n dot c a. Kelvin, you know, there's a, a lot to to think about when you know that. You are going to be at some point retired alone, you know, and that's a statistically mm-hmm. true for women. We covered that uh, beginning uh, at the beginning of the show, whether it is that you never got married, whether it's because uh, you got divorced or whether it's because you've become widowed. And those are all things that you have to sort of plan and think about. And those are things that uh, are obviously not things that you necessarily want to think about, but it's something that, that right. you're going to have to plan for. So, so when I look at all of this stuff and clients of different ages and so on, the 65-year-old uh, female today, um, you know, is different from the 35-year-old female today. So if you're 65 today or 35, you have a total different way of thinking. Um, you know, you're more independent. There's a survey done by BMO that's found that 81% of women are taking um, – steps to improve their financial situation three quarters of 74 percent said they generally feel confident about their financial situation and about two-thirds or 67 percent are setting financial goals for themselves and i think that's the difference is back then 30 years ago 
um, the female didn't have any financial plans or any financial goals. And today's 35 year old has many. And, and today they're getting married um, later in years. I think back then you got married when you were 20 something. Today it's when you're 30 something, even 40. Now maybe the pandemic is gonna change that and you know, my, people might go back to getting married when they were younger and so on. But the trend is getting married when you're older and having kids when you're older. So, so what we're finding is women are having more financial plans for themselves. The ones that are single or divorced are having more, you know, changing the way that they've done things. When I, when I look at my daughter, Brittany, I know I had her on a few times on the show. You know, she's 27. Um, we're going to be 27 in June. And her thinking is totally different. You know, she has her RSP, her TFSA. Um, she's working downtown. Um, that, you know, so her thought process is totally different than, say, um, someone that when they were 27, 30 years ago, what their thought process was. There was no, they didn't care about savings. They didn't know about bills and that kind of stuff. So, so, so the world has changed and people have changed and women are more in the forefront of doing things when it comes to money um, than they used to be. So that's some of the things that, that we're finding. In fact, um, uh, women are, are more, you know, buying homes on their own. They're more qualifying for mortgages, things like that. And their incomes still lagging behind men, but are starting to catch up to where it should be. So a lot of you know, those I, it's changing. interesting that you you mentioned buying homes on their own and you know starting out life uh, on their own and not just sort of moving from your parents' house to the house that you have together with your mm-hmm. uh, your husband or any, something like that. I remember reading a statistic a few years ago that a lot of downtown Toronto's condo boom has been big in first-time home buyers who are women who are working and saving money and buying their own place on their own. Mm-hmm. And anecdotally, I, I've noticed, at least in my peers and the people that I know, I know a lot more single women in their 20s and 30s who have bought a condo on their own than I know single men in their 20s and 30s who bought a condo yeah. on their own. And, yeah. uh, and it may be a generational thing, and maybe it's uh, the way that you know, women have had to sort of you know, fight a little bit harder and push a little bit more in early on in their careers and you know, mm-hmm. make sure they've got that property and make sure they've got that control and make sure they've got that financial independence. But the, I've, I have noticed that there, that is a, something that is at least true in the people that I know and in my peers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I sit down with uh, couples, when they come to see me um, after the show or what happens is, um, what I've noticed is the, the, the woman now is getting more involved or starting to a little bit more um, trying to know things about how their investments work and things like that. Um, and what I've noticed with clients over, I guess uh, that I've known for five years longer, um, before the, 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 the woman didn't ask questions, you know, and, and didn't really they listened, but they didn't say anything. And they're the ones who go away and they're the ones who make the final decision on should I you know, put money in this stock or this fund or whatever. And now what I'm finding that I've known them for more than five years, 
they're asking me questions that they never asked before. They're getting more involved um, in what's happening and things like that. So it seems. And I think that, you know, there again, it lies a bit of a, a gender mix and a gender uh, difference mm -hmm. is, and I noticed the same thing and I'll, I'll, I'll admit it in my own experience. A lot of the times <laughs> when we're sitting down with someone, anything to do with a professional financial person, a lot of the times, uh, I'm too proud to admit I don't know or understand right. something. Yeah. Whereas my wife is going to make sure she understands it, and that's something that will will definitely uh, will definitely happen. I'll sit there and I'll like some some of the statistics and some of the numbers and some of the things will sort of make my eyes glaze over, and mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh oh. I'm not listening to a word this guy's saying. <laughs> and then meanwhile, my wife is asking pointed questions and making sure yeah, she understands. Man. And she's not going to be you know, held back by pride or anything like that, which I think is, uh, you know, may, <laughs> you know where, they, where they say the, the fairer sex. But it's also, you know, in, in some ways, you know, smarter to be make sure that you're informed and make sure you understand what it is that you're investing in yeah. and how that's going to pay off. And, and I don't know. And I think sometimes that... Um that women maybe don't want to talk to a, to a male financial, like a single woman don't want to speak to a, to a guy, like a financial advisor guy, you know, um, and they try and do it on their own. And, and actually there's a lack of women in our business. When I, when I go to well, conferences, we don't go anymore, but when we used to go, I would say 95% of the conference was all men. So there's a lack of uh, women in the financial planning industry. So I guess young women or anybody, women that are listening, maybe look to get into this type of business because there's a, there's a lack of financial, of female financial advisors in our world. And I don't know why that is, you know? Um, Interesting. And, you know, then you, you think about that and the, and the impact that that would have. We've already talked about the impact that women have in the type of investments and investment packages and funds that are mm -hmm. out there. Um, what having more women as financial advisors would look like and how that would make things different. And we'll take a, a quick break here and we'll uh, talk a little bit more about retirement, talk a little bit more about the uh, different experiences that women have versus uh, their male uh, counterparts and how women are changing the way that we look at retirement as well coming up here on Your Life, Your Money. AskKelvin.ca is the website. That's askkelvin.ca. Uh, maybe you've got a planner and you want a second opinion, or maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, you know what? I, I need to take the reins of this thing. I need to make sure that uh, I've got someone with years and decades of financial experience in my corner and people who've seen uh, someone who's seen the way that uh, demographics and the way that investing has changed over those decades and can help guide you into those golden years and into your retirement. AskKelvin.ca is the website, 416-457-7526. That is 416-457-PLAN. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Don't forget you can visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca, or you can call him anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- 
457 plan. Now, Kelvin, we've been talking a lot about women in retirement, talking about the way that women differ and are changing the way that uh, advisors and the way that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that just the investment industry looks at retirement and investments and in mutual funds, those those uh, funds that are you know, connected to uh, causes, connected to right. the environment, connected to other goals and other things that people have. Um, is there anything that we could sort of look at that is sort of for men or women or whoever's out there listening? Um, what are some things that you can do to make sure that your investment life matches up and and jives with your your everyday life in a way that uh, reflects your values and reflects the goals that you have and the things that you want to do so you can save money, mm-hmm. invest money, make sure that you're set for retirement, but also make sure you're living your day to day just the the exact way you want to. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think in our financial planning world, we focus all on retirement. And I think the pandemic has changed. We need to focus on short term things also. I'm not saying don't plan for retirement, but, you know, plan out a three-year plan, a five, a 10-year kind of thing, and, and that'll get you to retirement. Because if you can accomplish a short-term goal, you certainly can accomplish a long-term thing. So there's certain steps to uh, financial su- success. To achieve financial success, you need to make a plan. It doesn't matter if you're men or women. Make a plan for yourself. You know, take a financial inventory of income and expenses. You know, what do I make and what do I owe? Identify your vision for the future, not someone else's, your vision, and plan to make it a reality through budgeting and monitoring your progress. And then review, keep reviewing and repeating the process as needed. And if you do so continuously, you will achieve your financial success, no matter what it may be. And your financial success may be different than mine. But the bottom line is, Make a plan for yourself and identify what your vision is for the future, not someone else's. And if we do that successfully, I think we will fare very well in the short term and the long term. And that's what I've noticed in the last you know, 20 years of my business. So people like me, I, try and, I call myself a CXO. I know there's CFOs, and COOs, and so on, right? I'm a chief experience officer. That's what I call myself. Because what I give my clients is experiences. So, you know. And you've got years of experience. You've learned from other people's experiences as well. And you've seen mm-hmm. so men and women and couples and the way that they have invested. You've seen successes. You've seen uh, some less lesser successes. And you know the pitfalls that you can fall yeah. into. And you know the way that uh, you can help other people navigate. In the time that we have left, I do want to get to Maria, who's given us a call live on the air. And Maria, thank you so much for giving us a call. And uh, thanks for joining us here as we talk about women in retirement here on Your Life, Your Money. Maria, what did you want to say to Kelvin? Yeah, so I'm one of those people that hasn't really paid attention until all of a sudden I'm 50 and I'm like, holy crap, Um, I should start (laughs) thinking about this. Um, So currently my uh, work offers a 5.5% RRSP contribution. So Mm -hmm. they put in that money for us. Uh, We're actually thinking right now about um, moving to a pension plan instead. And I guess Mm -hmm. I just have a question about buyback. Uh, So I probably have about, I think, maybe $90,000 in an RRSP that has been contributed both by myself and my my work. Mm -hmm. And just wondering, like, you know, 
what should we do? Like, this is for my whole office, obviously. We'd have to mm-hmm. all move over. Um, right. And I am the HR person in a small mm-hmm. office. So just wondering right. kind of what kind of advice to give a, around whether to, to go ahead and move to a pension plan. So that question, you'd have to call me off here to answer. Okay. Because it's, uh, it's one of those things I can't really answer now. I need to know other things about it. Okay. Um, okay. But it's it's probably a good move. Actually, give me a call off air, and we'll have a chat. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Maria. Great. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for calling, Maria. And just so you know, the number to call Kelvin off the air is four one six four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan. And that's an interesting question. You know, Maria well, has to sort of advise for, for the entire workplace here. Well, well, you remember our last show was to commute or not to commute. And I don't mean yeah. taking the bus or car, <laughs> like you said, <laughs> commute your pension to don't commute. So this is, that's why to answer a question like that, it's really, you can't, like, not in a minute, you know, I need more, more background and things like that. So hopefully she calls me uh, during the week. But yeah, there's so many, you know, these shows that we do, Chris, you and I are, are you know, it, it goes beyond uh, money, eh? It's more about whole life. It's about life and it's about experiences about- and it's about so much, so much more than just the dollars and cents. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what we try and bring across um, to people. Sit down, sit down with your advisor and plan out your life. You know, if you don't have one, Give me a call and we can always have a chat about what you want to do and things like that. Like I say, I give you experiences of other people, what worked and what didn't work. So if you want to be successful in life, do what wealthy people do. And if you do so, you will, I don't know if you'll be wealthy, but you'll be well off, right? Um, and what mimic, we, all, we can know. all hope for. Yeah. And success, like I say, it's different for different people, right? Um, so take the time and, you know, take the long weekend and reflect on what you want to do. The summer is coming. Hopefully everything opens up and we can get out and have fun and make a plan for yourself and you'll be fine, right? And the number to reach Kelvin off the air is 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. Don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask k e l v i n dot c a. Kelvin, thanks for another great show, and we'll uh, talk to you again soon. And stay tuned to Global News Radio six forty Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.